1: Salutations, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy with The DCast and TheDizInsider.com. And we are bringing you a new series of podcasts every Monday morning called Monday Morning Conversations. And on Monday Morning Conversations, we're just talking with people who love Disney. Whether they're people you know, maybe people you don't know, people from the online Disney community, or maybe someone who just listens to the podcast. Maybe they're a YouTuber or another podcaster. Who knows? But they have one thing in common. They love Disney. And we want to know why. This week, we have my friend and the founder. Editor in chief of the disinsider.com, Skylar Schuler. So go ahead and sit back, relax and listen to this conversation between me and founder of the disinsider.com, Skylar Schuler. All right guys, like I said on the front end of the show, we have the one, the only, the man who seems to know it all, who we don't know where oh, he gets his information from, but he's right 99.5% of the time. Skylar Schuler of the disinsider.com. How you doing today, Skylar? That's
0: uh, good to be back, Andy. yeah, if, you, always, you always gave me those you always gave me those super big intros. <laughs> I'm probably right eighty percent of the time. i'll I'll be all I'll up to my my misses.
1: I can like, only think of one miss and you I owned up co- to it really quick.
0: so the, the the Prince Eric thing was that was what I believe you're referring to. yeah, it's
1: the only um, one I know of.
0: it's it, and what's sad is like I knew that Harry Styles was in talks like months ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's a, you know, uh, there's this guy on Twitter, his name's Daniel Richtman. Uh, he goes by Daniel RPK on Twitter. He even backed me up saying I was like the first one to like be on top of this. And I, I remember in, we have this group chat for the Diz Insider. And I remember saying like, Gu- guys, I'm hearing Harry Styles is in talks for Prince Eric. And I'm scared to run it because I couldn't get it confirmed. I had just heard it from, you know, just like a, not even a source, like just a friend of mine, like in conversation, he's like, hey dude, I, I hear Prince Erickson talks. He's all, if you want to run that on your site. I'm like, oh really? Like, I mean, it's a good fit. You know, he's, he was cool in Dunkirk, he's a singer. Yeah. Um, and I, But I was too scared I, and I couldn't get anybody to confirm it and I remember I literally three days later THR, The Hollywood Reporter, uh, and Variety both kind of came out with the story saying he's in very, very early talks. And then I had heard he'd signed, and I heard, like, the deal was close. And I just – we ran the story. And then, like, out – it was getting picked up like crazy.
1: It, got, it went like wildfire. It was
0: crazy. Oh, it was hot. It was very hot. And then all of a sudden, the story came out that he ended up backing out. Now I've heard it's still not true that he's still kind of in the mix and it's been back and forth. Now he's completely off. But I always tell people like the hot we we nailed the Javier Bardem scoop. Mm -hmm. That was like our big little mermaid scoop this year. That was kind of cool that we we nailed that one down Um, and he signed on. So that's kind of cool. But um, we've you know, we've we've ran rumors like we've never like tagged exclusive on something and, you know, ran it as fact and you know been wrong about it like we we've we've ran rumors that we've heard and you know we've kind of stopped doing that we don't we'd rather you know run other people's rumors if we think there's some legitimacy but you know how how has like you know when you're writing and you know cuz you've written on the site before like mm-hmm. when you hear something you kind of want to write it up before someone else like exactly. so you want to get it out there you want to yep. get the juices flowing and you know it's it, You win some, you lose some. And luckily if anyone wants to go back and look at our some of the stuff we've dropped over the years like i think we've nailed some pretty good ones and i am proud of the ones we've nailed over the years so and you were a part of the site when we've nailed those so you know it's
1: yeah it's been really cool being a part i was writing for a while now i'm doing the decast primarily and for those of you guys who don't know he was talking about the uh the intros before skylar if you haven't listened before the last year skylar and I did this show together for like a year and a half almost two years together
0: yeah it was a good time i i love doing the podcast like unfortunately like scheduling like really really like hurt us like our like and and that's what's sad. I, I love being, and I, I I've told you in the past. I'll, I'll be on the show whenever I'm needed. Um, you are able to find time, and and spend, you know you, you have that. You have a great, loving family that supports what you do, which is amazing. And um, you are able to get together a new cast and crew for the show, which is awesome. Um, and I've always told you, I, whenever you guys like me on the show, I'd be more than happy to be there. I do my best to kind of stay in the loop, since you know the you know you've. Uh, You've come along as a part of the Disney Insider site, you know. So it, it's you know you run a great ship, and I it was probably the some of the funnest times I've had just yeah, like talking Disney. Like some with someone who has that same passion, and someone that you know has that same you know knowledge of you know kind of the film industry when talking mm-hmm. with Disney, and that's and that's what made it so much fun. Is that I had someone that was like. On that same level, where if I can, you know, talk about behind the scenes stuff, you're right there with me. You know exactly what I'm talking about, and vice versa. So it was great. I, you know, I had a lot. We've. I think that really that those two years really opened the doors for both of us and meeting additional people and growing. You know, as not only content creators, but you know, site and podcast. You know. Podcasters.
1: Yeah, and then I got stupid and started other projects, and then got too busy with film school, and then oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then three months of not doing this, I'm like, this is in my blood. I can't not do this. <laughs> it's tough.
0: i it. I, you know, what's funny is I've kind of, I've always thought about backing away from the Diz Insider. I, it, it's always like, man, I really want to. I really want to back away like, I, you know, and then I, I just get sucked in. Like mm-hmm. I love writing. I love creating stories and sharing content, whether it's my own or someone else's. And I'm just like, ah, but I've really spent the last was it, almost seven years of my life into this project.
1: Yeah,
0: And it's hard. And you in, in the decast has been around just as long, if not a little longer. Like you've put your heart and soul into something for seven years. It becomes like a child to you. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, and then you got to trust all these people to, you know, and luckily you have a great team. Um, we have a great team on the site and now our teams have joined and now we're one big team, which is awesome. And I think, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and lucky and that's probably one of the reasons why I don't walk away from it. So I, I, I totally get where you want to break. You, you need to have your head space sometimes and kind of figure out what you want to do. But you know the decast was your love. I I knew at some point you know Andy will be back. Yeah. there's a redemption story there. They I make I, a movie on it.
1: I had I had to come back just because it was it was too hard. And then I think you kind of had the same thing going too. You were kind of when you first started the dot It was called Disney Film Facts, and it was just this one thing. And you were just kind of doing it on your own. Kind of give us the background of that.
0: Oh yeah, it's uh I've told this story on the decast before. It was it was basically in early. 2013 i started it it was funny i had deleted my personal instagram in 2013 and i just wanted to run something for fun and i had a love for movies and disney so i started disney film facts And at first i'm like oh man i really like this disney film facts and then as time went on i was like oh man this name's kind of corny um but I loved it, and I started gaining a, a cool following. Anyways, for the first year – well, you know, it was for the first like four years. It was like facts every day, you know, behind-the-scenes facts, behind-the-scenes images, you know, uh, you know, just like facts regarding mm-hmm. Disney film, Pixar film, past, present, future, whatever, and um, – it was funny. I remember in mid-2013, Disney dropped a photo of Angelina Jolie as Maleficent. It was a background photo, and uh, or a behind-the-scenes photo, really. And I posted that on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to post that's it. Disney. And it, 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 everyone was like, oh my god, I didn't know this movie was in development. And it intrigued me how many people especially with social media around how many people still didn't know this certain film wasn't even a thing Mm. until that image dropped in.
1: I remember remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I slowly integrated news into the posts Mm -hmm. and like behind the scenes images for newer films. And it started catching like wind. And um, I ended up, just kind of doing that for a couple years. So going on like 2015, 2016. And in between those years, like between 2016 and 2017, I began writing for another website, uh, which you actually uh, wrote for for a little bit too. And unfortunately that site's not around anymore. um, But we, we were writing for that site for about a year and I, my, I ended up growing like a love for writing and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take Disney film facts. I'm just going to get my own domain and create a website, like a movie news website. Mm -hmm. And it was like a slow burn. I posted a couple exclusives here and there, but I just, you know, did my best to just cover, you know, Disney, Pixar, Marvel and Star Wars, uh, news as much as I could. And it was just me by myself for the longest time. Like it was tough. Because um, you're, because news drops like crazy, but when you get bombarded by news, it, it's hard when you're doing it alone. When you're trying to still do your other priorities, because it it wasn't making money, like it's not my full time job. It's just my passion. Yeah. Um. So it became hard, and you know it's slowly i started bringing on writers as it grew. Like I, I threw it out there, like the Instagram was growing, the Twitter was slowly growing and I, I, you know, I threw it out there and the first three people to join my, my, or first four, I should say, cause there, there was four that really joined the site like immediately. And they're still on the site today. Um, it is yourself. You were one of the first people that came on. And that was like when, um, right after I went to the beauty and the beast premiere, you and I had spoken mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you had jumped on the site and wrote some great editorials, which are, um, you know, fantastic. And then Cammy, who's still on the site yep. today, Josh and Sean Nasuti, all on the site today. In fact, Josh uh, released an article this weekend, uh, Disney versus Netflix, which is uh, a really great article. And Cami's there; she writes a lot of the exclusives that uh, are thrown out on the site. And uh, Sean has his own little blog, but you know, he he'll he'll throw in a nice little editorial when he can. And um, you know, and then since then uh, we've brought in writers on, you know, tacked on a nice little writing team and it it really hit me when I started getting invited to uh you know press screenings and yeah. uh, certain events where I was like, man, I love Disney phone facts. I invested so many money into stickers and buttons and merch, <laughs> but it hit me like, man. I can't make a money, a profit and respect get respect from a company with Disney in the name. I have to change the name. And it took me about a week to think about it. I and remember the Diz that, yeah. Insider Yeah, the Diz Insider like clicked and I'm like, oh, okay. That's the name. I was very scared to drop the name because I was scared there was going to be a dip in not just following, but I, I was afraid that people were going to be like, oh, man, we loved you as Disney Film so, Facts. Now you're this. And luckily, when we changed the name and uh, kind of converted the site and the logos and all that stuff, people seemed to to like it. And we, we, we received positive feedback and, you know, things were catching on and growing. And it's kind of grown from there since. It's It's been a wild ride. It's it, it, it freaks me out how time flies when you're doing this too.
1: It's funny you say that. I mean, I kind of felt the same way about with the decast for so long. You'd have, I'd be in one place, I'd have one host, and he couldn't do it anymore, and then someone else, and they couldn't do it anymore. Or even, you know, I was with one group, group of uh, Disney creators for a while, and then we just kind of had a falling out. But it was always just kind of me pushing the ship. And it wasn't until, like, I got other people around me, like you did with the Disney Insider, that I was able to find, like, okay, I can do this. Because for so long, it's just, like, it's all on you. Like, I have to get this out. I have to make the social media posts. I have to record. Now it's like, oh, on Thursdays when I record, Wednesday nights when I record the d with the rest of the guys, it's like, oh, I know the equipment's all set up. They're all there. There's going to be pizza there. There's going to be drinks there. I'm just going to show up, lay my laptop down, say, let's go. And it's just it's so much better to have other people around you who are just like-minded like that. I just can't emphasize that enough. It's For a while, you kind of have to push it by yourself. But getting those other people around you are so, so key in any kind of creative yeah. endeavor. Otherwise, you're going to get burned out. I know I got burned out. So. Um, let's go okay. back. Let's go back a little further. So, what what caused you to have this love for Disney? I mean, you've got Peter Pan tattooed on your arms. You you're <laughs> at the parks. I, I see all the toys you buy for your son. It's just like goodness. You just you love Disney. What started that? What was kind of the the the, the birth of all your love for Disney? Because I know just for me for a long time as, you know just a. You know, thirty something guy, I get made fun of for liking Disney so much, and even in my twenties, like, oh, you like Disney, but you kind of just like embrace it. You like, you've embroidered it on your body. So, like, what started that?
0: (laughs) That's funny, Um, and I'll get into that with uh, that last thing you said because I'm right there with you. Um, It, so, so really, it's my mom. I remember I was three years old. And, it's, and by remember, I, I mean very, 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 very faintly to where it's give it a few more years and it's gone. Um, I faintly remember watching Peter Pan over and over again. And I had asked my mom as I got older, like, well, was Peter Pan my favorite movie? And she's like, yeah, you would, you would pop in the VHS. You would pop it in. You'd hit play at three years old. You would sit in front of the TV, watch it, hit rewind, watch it again hit rewind, watch it again. She said you watch Peter Pan about six times a day, three to four times a week. And even then, we were going to Disneyland, you know, in the night, like early 90s, like 93, 94. We were going to Disneyland, like you know, once a month here and there, whenever my mom, cause you know, the Disney annual passes weren't a thing just yet. So it was whenever my mom could take me with my grandma. Yeah, Uh, It was just the three of us. And then my youngest sister, uh, who was like one at the time. And, um, you know, the older I got me and my mom and my family, we just go to Disneyland. Like that was like the family thing. You know, you go to Disneyland. We love the characters. We love the movies. We all grew up on it. um, And as we got older, of course, I have another younger sister and younger brother that came into the picture. We all got Disney passes and we've been going to the parks, you know, consistently, you know, ever since. And, you know, I – I grew a love for the film side when I took a video production class in high school. Like I've always loved movies, like mm-hmm. going to the movies, watching movies, just sitting in front of the TV. Like I loved movies, but it, it wasn't until the, I took a video production class, like my sophomore, freshman or sophomore year of high school, where I'm like, oh my god, I love the making of movies and I love the magic behind the movies. And um, you know, so th- that kind of sprung my love, and you know, not only for movies but for Disney. And it's funny, I remember my grandma had told me a story, and this was more recently in my life, like maybe like five, six years ago, maybe even longer, that my great-grandpa um, in the fort- or late 40s, early 50s, he would sell um, – Toy machines at local stores, which are now the you pop your quarter in and you twist it and you get a mm-hmm. little prize. Those were apparently huge in the forties and fifties. And my grandpa had a my great grandpa had a business that did that. And Walt Disney had apparently phoned that company that my great grandpa was, you know, one of the higher ups at and wanted their product in the parks uh, for Disneyland's opening day, which was mind-blowing. I'm like, why didn't you tell me this sooner? (laughs) It's crazy. Um, so that kind of like jumped up. I'm like, Oh my God, there's some history there. And, uh, you know, even then, like I love going to the parks. Like there was a point in my life where I was going like once or twice a week. It was crazy. Um, now I'm going like once every other month or so. I, I, I like this week I, I was actually just at the parks this past weekend uh, just with the family like it's a family thing yeah uh, you bring your boyfriends girlfriends your sons your you just have a good time and to anyone that you know like yeah like I'm I'm gonna be 30 in February I'm gonna hit the big three zero um, and you know th- there is people that make fun of older people for going to Disney yeah. But those are the people who don't go to Disney that mm-hmm. make fun of the people, that because if you go to Disneyland today, the majority of people that go are, you know, young adults, you know, having a good time, having some drinks, just partying it up, having, you know, riding the crazy rides, uh, the ones that just want to, you know, get on social media and have fun. Uh, You know, of course, you have all the families that are there, too. But there's so much to do at Disneyland or any of the Disney theme parks across the world that are outside of just being a family theme park. Like you have fine dining, you have restaurants, you have thrill rides, you have kid rides like it's there's something for everyone of every age you don't need like a child to do that. So anyone that makes fun of someone for having a love for Disney, whether it's for the parks or for the films is, you know, that's, I, I think there's bigger things in life that you need to worry about. And I know you agree with me on that. Oh, yeah. Andy. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um, you know, it's, you I I I, you and I find a love for having fun yep (laughs) sue me if fun's you know (laughs) fun's a bad thing being an adult um so yeah I mean you know to sum up the story like my it it, my early love for Disney really stemmed from my mom
1: so what do you think it is about like we we both grew up in Southern California area what is it you think about growing up in Southern California it gives you a different perspective on Disney? Cause I grew up there. I was in Ventura County as a childhood. And in my teenage years, I was in Vegas, which is basically Southern California, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and so I'm at Disneyland all the time before the annual passes really kind of took hold and everything like you were saying. But it seemed like during that time, everyone just loved Disney. Like you you went to Disneyland all the time, but also you had your Knott's Berry farm. You had your six flags, you had your sea world, you had all that other stuff. There's you, you're. You're, li- you're living in like this amusement park and entertainment craziness you know what what is it about that that gives you more of a love for disney than say if you grew up in arizona or in wisconsin just being in that atmosphere of southern california
0: i mean see that's a good question i it it, it helps that like for, for instance you and i we were close to the parks in general yeah you know when you live in like Arizona or another part of the, you know, the world where you're not as close to a Disney theme park, you don't get that attachment to it. Um, I think if you live in California, your mindset is like Hollywood, Disney uh, theme parks. And, um, you know, Disneyland's such a, a staple for California. It was the it was the first park. If we all know that it was the first park. When people think of California, they yep. like, hey, what do you want to do? And what do you want to do? people think oh i want to book a trip to disney it that's just how it is i think when you i I think that attachment is a little tougher for people when you live farther away because you don't get that that sense of magic because you're 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 just unfortunately you're they're just not close so they got to find that magic in other ways and i think social media has been huge for that um but um, you know Disney is that brand that sucks people in. So you could be living in the Midwest somewhere, and Disney will pop on either a TV show, a commercial, or a movie, and then all of a sudden you're magically drawn, and all of a sudden you want to go to Disneyland. I, I just think it's enhanced because Southern California, you know, there's a pass. There, well, I don't even know if there is anymore, but there was a pass specifically for southern california residents you know it's 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 a different feeling i I don't know if i could describe it but it's a good question
1: yeah i just i just i always find it weird when i I moved up to oregon people have been like oh i've never been in disneyland i'm like wait what you've never you live in oregon like it's it's not that far like oh yeah i've never been there well let's go right now like because for several years even in oregon i was an annual pass holder you know, going down all the time and just not that I, th- I think you're right about social media. I, we've seen a lot more people from other areas if you're outside of California and Florida. They've kind of caught the bug because they're seeing that on their social media. They're seeing it on their Instagram all the time. So with that said, we've kind of seen a blow up of the Disney online community in the last I'd say not even 10 years, maybe like eight years, you've had YouTubers, Instagrammers. What is it that you love about the Disney online community and what do you think maybe could stand to improve? With the caveat that I've been on a lot of other online communities and the Disney online community is pretty awesome, uh, but it, it has its issues. But what about it do you love? And What about it would you like to see just get better?
0: Um, probably how diverse and friendly the community is. Um, now, now let me preface this by saying, and I won't mention names, there are other sites and people in the Disney community that, you know, might put a little wrench in everything in the magic and the goodness and the fun of the Disney community. But overall, for the most part, it's you got friendly people who want to share their love and passion for, you know, Something they grew up with. And um, I think that's an awesome thing. Uh, you and I both are lucky to have known, you know, cross paths with many people in this community that, oh, yeah. that we still speak to today. Um, I. I really like the diversity. I like that we can share different views on the company. Um, My views on Disney films might be different than someone who has more of a parks love and parks background or someone that might love the the film or television side or, you know, dining, hotel. Like there's so much, you know, diversity in the community and what you're your likes and what your personal opinions are. That's what I like about it. And I like that for the most part. Um, You can share differing opinions with the community and have a nice kind of civil conversation. Mm -hmm. And you don't find that in a lot of communities specifically specifically the film community, uh, you know, the film sphere, you always got people arguing, you know, this studio, this, this studio, that, no, this one's better, this one. And for Disney, it's usually, you know, it's fun. Like, Oh, you know, Florida's got the, the, the funner rides, but you always find that medium where it's like, Oh yeah, but I can, we can all agree that, you know, we, we love, you know, haunted mansion at Disneyland. Like there's never like a, it's rare that you see a fight. You usually see a civil conversation that, that, where you can find a happy medium and that's what i've always liked personally
1: yeah especially when you bring up like the film community i think i like film reddit it's like it just gets brutal like i saw somebody online say they like the new terminator movie which i I haven't seen the new terminator movie yet but from what i've heard it's a train wreck um and the person just really enjoyed it and they're getting crucified online i'm like it's subjective man come on let yeah, him that, like it. That's
0: not, that's not fair. Like, I, I think you – know, and you know what's funny is you and I kind of had to deal with it really bad when we were hosting the D-Cast. I remember when The Last Jedi came out. Oh, gosh. And, oh, man, that just kind of showed – that was not the Disney community. That wasn't even the Star Wars community. That was just the film, like evil troll film community. Um, but, you know, you got it, – it's sad for someone to say, I like this and then someone else go, why do you like without saying, hey, tell me why you like it, and I'll tell you why I didn't like it, and we can agree to disagree. Instead, it's more of like, ew, you liked it, you can't like it, it was bad, your opinion doesn't matter, and that's sad. Like, and and it's funny, it's because I like there's so many Disney movies. Everyone's like, oh, you're just like a Disney shill, which is crazy because I get on Twitter and I'm like, man, I you know some of my favorite movies of the year aren't even disney movies like yeah. i like th- when, when we look at this year so far like i mean i loved book smart i love long shot with seth rogan um i had so much fun with good boys this year um you know john wick chapter three is one of my favorite films of the year uh, i i just I'm, I'm so excited for the new mr rogers movie uh, i think the how to train your dragon movies have been great and it, sure of course how, how can we not forget in game um you know mm-hmm. uh, captain marvel and all all these other films that Disney's given us this year, the you know, Toy Story fours and the uh, uh, Lion King and Aladdin, like it, it's crazy to me that like people think that because you love or hate something, everyone's supposed to be on your train and we can't be on separate trains. You know, it's it, it, it's so crazy to me. I remember I had said something that like. And it might have changed. I'm going to have to look back on it now that now that I've seen more films this year. But earlier this year, I'm like, man, long shot with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron might be my favorite movie of the year. Now, granted, I hadn't seen uh, I hadn't seen Booksmart yet, which I have now seen. I haven't seen Toy Story four yet, which I have now seen. Um, I've seen The Lighthouse, which is trippy. Anyways, it's. But I had tweeted that the long shot's my favorite movie of the year. And man, did everyone oh. slam me for that? <laughs> oh man! Oh, what about Avengers Endgame? That's the best movie of the year. Or um, uh, what about? Uh, oh man, what, what was there was a, like a high profile movie that had come out that wasn't Disney. There was another one, and everyone's like, how, "How could you say it's better than this?" And I was just like, "Man, like I just can't. I enjoy this, you know, on my own." i mean i like the lone ranger for crying out loud from (laughs) disney and everyone hates that oh yeah but you know i have a good time with it and i like a lot of the pirates movies and not a lot of people like them all but i don't like alice in wonderland the remake and i've been vocal about that so it yeah it's sad you know
1: so with that said like i was just doing some research today just on you see you know just google and you see what i could find and like there's several article disney articles where i see like your name sh- uh pop up on like the wikipedia page for that particular movie I'm like oh man there's skylar in a wikipedia page about this movie or that movie but also oh, there's like like the frozen two soundtrack wikipedia page you're cited in there like if you didn't know that <laughs> Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, and there's, there's a few other a few other Wikipedia pages. I'm like, oh, Skylar Shuler Schuler, the Disney insider. Cool. Um, but then also like occasionally I'll be on Twitter and it's like, oh that person or that group really doesn't like Skyler and they're going out of their way to like single him out and just, you know, be a troll, you know? So how do you deal with the negativity? Like, cause it's really easy to take that, you know, online attacks or, or, or just, you know, hits personally and just kind of close in. But how do you deal with that? Cause it does come from time to time. People just for some reason decide they don't like you and they don't like what you're doing and they just want to come after you for no good reason. How, how do you, how do you deal with that?
0: Um, you know, it, it's super simple. Um, th- there's two things you can do. One, I love to use the mute button. <laughs> yep. The mute. I don't I don't give it, a lot of people the benefit of a block um, because then they think they've won. Yeah, so I just yep. mute them. I mute them is basically like telling a kid, be quiet, go in the corner Like it's not like blocking. I'm like, here, I'm gonna shut the door on you, and you can never see my stuff again. It's just me putting you in the corner. And when you hit the mute button, like on Twitter, it's just basically saying, like, you can look at my stuff. I just don't want to hear your negativity. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite button in the world. Two, it's, um, you know, yeah, you just gotta, you know, keep, you know, churning out. For instance, like I run a website. People might not like what I post. You know, people might not agree with what I post. Um. But I have a great team around me, and we like to keep, you know, we keep it positive, and we just continue to write. You know, they have their opinions; they could stick to their opinions. Um, if anyone, uh, my my DMs are open too. Um, mm-hmm. So if anyone, and I like to to respond to to most people when they DM me, I'm not one of those people that are like, uh, I don't know who this is; I won't respond. If if you follow me and you you have questions or concerns, and you, you want to know why I wrote that, or you know, it, it, like have a nice civil discussion. I'm all for it. Um, You know, it's not until you start being hostile or, you know, you start attacking where I become a little aggressive or use the mute button. And I don't like being aggressive, but, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you have to stick up for your property, um, especially from a lot of trolls or, you know, a lot of just people who are negative who might need a little positivity in their life uh, and maybe need to stay off social media, which might sound mean to say but it, it's a lot of the times when you look at it it's true um so you know it, it's good to have a good team and i'm sure you know you let's say some and i I've never seen anyone attack the dcast who like it's one of the the highest rated disney podcasts out there i'm a company man um <laughs> you know but let's say someone attacked the dcast like you have you know your host your your additional host in your team and you have us at the Diz insider to where we could all talk about it and say hey let's ignore him and let's you know let's keep creating content and you know growing and i, I think that's what's needed and that's what helps and that's how i deal with it all the time but yeah. the mute button's beautiful
1: mute button is a beautiful thing And i've all I've, i know myself i found out like you know i just I, I just need to get off my personal twitter i just want like no you know what i have the dcast twitter that's fine by Twitter I got like, oh, personal yeah. Twitter for what, and just just not letting social media dictate your life because it's so, so easy, especially when you're working in this industry. It's like you constantly be tied to because you want to know what's going on. But it's just like, you know, sometimes you just need to find your distance and just get good people around you. But yeah, I, I, I like that a lot because um, it's really easy just to block, 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 block. And then I know like people sometimes they, they post blocks as, as like a badge of pride. Like, oh, I bugged them so much. I got them to block me. Now I'm going to get a different account. And cause I know we had our issues. I know we had people like... When, we, when you were on the show, they were impersonating us, like making fake counts. Fake oh accounts.
0: man, oh, that guy's still around. That's what's so funny that, that, that person you're talking about is, he still comments on the website, uh, but I, I have him, I have his comments that, uh, set to moderated. So if he tries to comment, I have to read it and approve it for his, uh, and and I, and I You'll never see a comment from him on the site because it's never good. But he's still around. He floats out there.
1: Yeah, it's, it's scary sometimes, too, because it's like, oh, this person is literally opening an account pretending to me, be me. I had to go to Twitter, send him a copy of my driver's license, be like, this person is impersonating me. And I'm like, oh, it's just. But, yeah, you just kind of let it roll off your back. It is what it is. and You just got to kind of balance yourself.
0: Oh, yeah, Exactly.
1: So uh, let's shift gears a little bit here as as we get ready to wind down. Um, For you personally, what is it about Disney that inspires you not only as the editor in chief of the Disney insider, but as just a man, as a father, what is it about Disney that, that that motivates you just to live your life the best you can day to day?
0: Um, that's a ah, man. You're asking the good ones today. Um, I'm a little stumped here. I, I, and it's not because it's you know like a crazy hard question. It's just because like Disney's such a huge part of my life already. It, you know, when it comes to like going through day to day like life, you know, first off, it's awesome to see my four year old son love Disney. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, he wants to go to Disneyland. He wants to ride Toy Story. He was Forky for Halloween. Like his, like his you know, happiness and laughter and like what he loves makes me happy, you know, as a father. And that's something that I shared as a child to my parents and my family, my brothers and sisters. So now I get to experience that and hopefully I get to experience that for a long time. And Disney, since Disney has been a big part of my life, you know, growing up and still is with the website and my team and, you know, you and your team um, and my son, I'll get to experience that every single day. There's going to be something new, you know, that comes out that I can write about. There's going to be a new ride that I get to experience with my family. There's going to be a new movie I get to experience with uh, my son. And um, I think that's what's like super important to me. And I I think Disney will continue to have that impact. And you already know that, you know, you feel the same way I feel when it comes to that, which is great. Yeah. so, you know, that, that's, you know, that's how I see Disney impacting my life from a, you know, a personal standpoint.
1: Awesome. Where do you see the Disney Insider.com going in the next year, five years?
0: Oh, man um I we have a great podcast now which is awesome um you guys are rocking the YouTube I don't think we need to, to worry about YouTube as you guys rock YouTube um, in five years I'd like to see this thing being like a, a, a continuing to be a, a growing success uh I would love to just stay at home and work at, on the site as a full-time job like yep. doing something you love um, so as long as we keep pushing out content and people keep checking out the site that remains a possibility um um, with with us working with you And you working with us that, That'll continue to, to happen Which is awesome And uh, you know uh, hopefully Hopefully sooner than five years So I, I, I'd like to see us be one of the Bigger Disney websites that are out there.
1: Well, it definitely is right now. I mean, gosh, just I mean, you have you have other major sites quoting you, which is like you know Hollywood Hollywood Insider and you know Nerdist and all these sites. They, they you, it's like whoa, so that cool when it comes across my feed. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're quoting Skylar. That's freaking awesome. I, just, I think
0: I think the coolest one that I had ever seen that like threw me back. Which it's always cool to see the Hollywood trades do it, mm-hmm. but i had oh man i had seen entertainment tonight do it
1: oh gosh <laughs> that's so was,
0: awesome. that was cool because i like my mom grew up watching yeah i remember growing tonight. up in southern
1: california everyone yeah, everyone like, watched that john tesh and just entertainment yeah, Tonight was it very
0: hard and all them yeah guys. so that was kind of cool like it they were like the first to do entertainment news on television and yep. to see them quote a story from us was kind of awesome uh but you know, there's been other, like you had mentioned, nerd, nerdist. I've I've seen CNN, you know, uh, quote us in a you know in an article before, which was weird to me. Yeah. Um, it, it, even some YouTubers, like it, it's cool to see some YouTubers do it too, and, um, you know, it's it, it's mind blowing to me. Yeah, it's- and uh, I I remember that when I was on NBC News Radio, um. They had introduced me as Skylar Shuler, the editor-in-chief of DisneyFilmFacts.com and the co-host on the D-cast. And that was so cool because I was coming from NBC.
1: That's awesome. I remember, oh, gosh. That was a big deal. I remember that. So closing out, I have one very important question. Will Frozen 2 make $1 billion before Martin Luther King Day? Ooh. If you don't know that we have a bet going on, me versus the rest of the DCAS hosts, a little secret. I actually am excited for Frozen 2, but I'm not letting them know. So I'm saying, no, the movie's going to tank. It's horrible because I, I, I kind of like to be the, the, dissenting, the dissenting voice sometimes when we all agree on stuff because it just makes for a good show. If you guys don't know that already. So we have this bet whether or not it's going to make a billion dollars by Martin Luther King Day. It's definitely going to make a billion dollars. I have no doubt about that. But will it make a billion dollars by Martin Luther King Day?
0: Uh, see I I would say yes. Ooh. No, I well, well hang on. I'd say yes to it making a billion, but by Martin Luther King day is the question. Movies make a billion dollars super quick now. Oh yeah. Um It's got to roll through November. Here's what here's the here's what makes that question hard. When Frozen came out in 2013, it had like no competition. It really. Oh, nothing. There was nothing. That's that's why the longevity. Like that film was number one. It was like a record. Eight weeks at number one. You know, it crossed over a billion. It was like at one point one. At one point, the the difference now is when you really look at Frozen, and and yes, like um, there's different movies for different audiences. But Frozen has, you know, what really is bad is Frozen is going to run into some heavy hitters that the first Mm -hmm. one didn't run into like when uh, like i see it's hard off the top of my head but when you think about it like it's gonna have to play against um you know mr rogers neighborhood movie which isn't gonna be a big blockbuster but it's gonna draw families Uh, you know uh, i know there's a charlie's angels movie coming out um you you know you got of course star Star wars Wars. is gonna be huge um so that's what makes that question hard is i think it makes a billion dollars but at what cost? Because mm. it's going to run into some heavy competition, especially during the holiday season. Um, I, I can't, I can't imagine it does it quick. But I'm not saying oh, it's not going to do it. And then, oh, like Jumanji is another one. That, and that, yeah. Now that I think about it, it's just – it's it's tough. It'll it'll cross a billion. I just – I don't know at what rate it'll cross a billion.
1: Yeah, and that, that Marlers a King Day weekend, it has, it has to go up against, you know, Doolittle, which Doolittle is going to be a powerhouse. So, you know, that's going to be cool. – oh, I'm man. being sarcastic. Why did he do that? Why – did Iron Man die for that? I mean, just uh, – I <laughs> – I – I,
0: I. – <laughs> I hope that movie's good. Oh, me too. Like, I, I, I have high hopes. The trailer is I awful. High, I like. I, it's good. It's got such a good cast. It's just. He's doing the Welsh accent thing, and I'm just yeah. like, ah, it sounds weird. And, you know, it's the, the CGI looks funny, and I don't know why a gorilla's getting shot at, and then, you know, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s doing pillow talk with the gorilla. <laughs> yes. Like, it's okay. Like, it's all right. Everything's going to be. Some I'm just like, ah, it's so weird. <laughs> Like give me another trailer. I'm 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 not sold yet.
1: Yeah, the bet the, the bet right now is cause uh, we've been asked at the DCAS to completely host Medford Comic Con again. So the bet is if it makes a billion dollars by Martin Luther King Day, I have to host one of the days of Medford Comic Con dressed up as Olaf. And if it doesn't, the other four of them have to cosplay one day together as the Fantastic Four, and I get to pick who's who. Oh, so uh, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I and I hope the rest of the decastos are listening. This bet would be so much better if you had to dress up as Elsa. And then if they lost, then they'd have to dress up as the Fantastic Four.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I know you don't like it, but it, it just sounds so funny.
1: Uh, yeah, it does sound – yeah, it does.
0: Come on. A big, big strong man with a big old beard as Elsa? That'd
1: be funny. If I That's did it, hilarious. I would dye my, my beard white.
0: Oh, that'd be genius. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I'm thinking about cosplay. I mean, I've, I've lost about – she's like 65 oh, pounds now. To, so, I, oh, just I, to
0: go off topic really quick, you look fantastic. Oh, thank you, I appreciate just, you that. You look, oh man, I'd seen a picture of you the other day, and I'm just like, oh my god, look at Andy, looking real good. This week sucked because uh,
1: of Halloween. I got sick, but you know, yeah, that's alright. It's been a year.
0: We we we
1: but, all get we all have those phases but i'm like, I'm a, like I, was, I was talking last year like oh I, I think i'm gonna do fat thor but i'm like i might not be able to pull off that for that fat thor by the time
0: <laughs> you might have to pull off regular though.
1: yeah i'm like i might have to do regular for this. i don't know but. you're
0: like oh man god what a- <laughs>
1: comic-con's coming up i got 150 pounds
0: <laughs> you got this <laughs>
1: awesome man well thank you so much for coming on i appreciate it I appreciate everything you do and how you've supported us and just, you know your friendship and um you know where can people reach you besides going to the uh
0: you can follow me on uh twitter and instagram at skylar hxc uh you know I, t- I like to talk and share things you know uh outside of the disney company when it comes to movies on my page uh i like to get in little uh Little fun Twitter fights with other sites, so it's come join the fun. Come join the party and try not to get muted. Because uh, <laughs> if you're nice to me, you'll you'll get to see some cool inside scoops and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. You
1: know what's funny to me is you have this. Yeah, I'm not gonna say who you have this little Twitter battle with this one other movie site, but you're really <laughs> good friends, and you've been on the, sh- the the podcast of that other show, which has no really affiliation with that except they promote it, which I thought is hilarious.
0: <laughs> well, they, uh, <laughs> I forgot. About that, no. Um, well, they're not a part of that site anymore. Oh, they're not. So that's good. No, no, they dropped it. They dropped. It. They broke away from them.
1: That's good because they they were crap. <laughs> the uh, the site was posting, you know.
0: <laughs> So come come follow us. Come you'll know yeah. exactly what you're what we're talking about. We'll fill you in. We just don't want to fill you in on this show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and make sure you listen to John McGurney podcast. Um, with that <laughs> uh, Scott, thanks so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it.
0: Andy, always it's always a pleasure. Look forward to doing it again.
1: Awesome. Thanks, man. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to that conversation. Like I said on the front, and make sure you go to thedisinsider.com for the latest from Skylar there. Also, if you want to hear more from this podcast, make sure you go to thisinsider.com. You can go ahead and find our links there. Also, you can go to thedcast.net or anchor.fm slash the Also, if you do us a huge favor, we need some Apple Podcast review. Apple Podcasts is still the number one way that people listen to podcasts. 80% of our listeners listen from Apple Podcasts. And if you leave a review, not just the stars, but actually leave a nice sentence or two there in the review. It helps other people find us when they go into Apple podcasts and search Disney podcasts. They kind of bump up the ones that have the most reviews. So if you could do that for us, that would be absolutely amazing. Also go to dcast.net. If you want to help us out on our Patreon or buy a t-shirt, whatever, or whatnot, and make sure you listen to our Thursday morning show where all of us are together and we're just talking all the Disney news and going back and forth and ranting and raving. It's a lot of fun with that guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday morning conversation on the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and of course Star Wars. That's right, The D-Cast.